Welcome to the Brand Ambassadors, your wide-angle look at the field of PR and what it means for your company. Your host is Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield. Every firm has a compelling narrative that sets them apart from the crowd. In your company, you can use your own background and storytelling to your advantage as well as that of your business. Now, here are your hosts, Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield. Good morning and welcome to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen, joined by Gary Potterfield. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Merritt. Oh, we are going to dive right into, uh, I think, a topic that's been uh, around for almost a decade but really in the last five years, um, agencies and clients are uh, uh, clamoring to, uh, do, uh, to find best practices, and that's social media marketing. Yeah, I, I was, I was going to jump on my soapbox about uh, not social media marketing, but social media altogether, but just um, um, uh, I was going to oh, rant, but I, I won't rant. No, I was just going to, I, because, I, you know, you, I know that you are, uh, I mean, first of all, obviously, yeah, social media marketing, we, uh, this is where if we're trying to reach uh, uh, clients, customers, whatever, that's where we need to go. But when I go on, like, you know, I, you're on Facebook much more than I am. I go on and I uh, see what, you know, pictures of my grandson and things like that. And I do, and I know I know I need to do these things, but I tell you, it's getting harder and harder because you go on and I just like, Okay, folks. Just can you all just shut up and be nice and just say, hi, show happy pictures of your grandkids and uh, or or your friends, uh, but or it's, your dachshund, uh, or your dachshund, or or yes, exactly, uh, or uh, but instead you, you, you're like, okay, I'm I'm on for like five minutes and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I got I, and I leave. So I'm I'm more I'm more likely to go over to like LinkedIn or something where it's more business like. Um, okay, that's my rant. I just say you know people just uh, it's like weird. Uh, how, how social media has changed social engagement, both good and bad. But lately, I guess I'm ranting about the bad. You know, people just saying every kind of comment under the sun. Well, I think we also see, uh, though, the, the development now that we're, what, um, nine years, ten years into Facebook, we see digital natives. Uh, kids in high school now have grown up and uh, gone through adolescence fully immersed in social media. And certainly it's an issue for parents to figure out when the right time is uh, to give their kid unfettered access to um, um, a really cool networking tool that could also, though, you know, uh, be a form for bullying or um, uh, other unpleasant behavior. But right. that's you know, that's a concern I have here in New Mexico is we have digital natives um around the country and as as we all know by my delay we're plagued uh many parts of the state by uh, no broadband uh and poor uh wireless signals wireless connectivity and if our kids in new mexico can't be digital natives um i think they're going to be at a real disadvantage that's an interesting point you're right that's where we are today i think that's going to get resolved i know you're 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 working uh, to, to do a lot to try to make that happen in New Mexico. I think it's going to happen, you know, sooner or later it is going to happen, uh, you know, probably worldwide, even places where that are very remote. Um, yeah, I'm wondering when the first, you know, we're going to get to a point, though, here's like, gosh, you know, the uh, husband and wife talking and going, I think it's about time that we text our child about the birds and the bees. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> 
know, that's that's the part. I mean, do do we have conversations anymore, or do you know, or do people, you know, sitting around the the the, the dinner table, if that even happens anymore, and you know, they you know, someone texts, uh, can you please pass the mashed potatoes? Um, see, I, I'm going on my rant again. Or, I'm going, you know- or, 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 you know, you could just be uh, sitting at work and you're going to get um, uh, you're going to get a text uh, from Natanya someday saying, Austin just got his first retweet. <laughs> right. Golly. Oh, man. So, yeah, because like with regard to that, I mean, uh, it, it, one of the, again, one of the real uh, beauties of the world we're in today is the fact that um, we, um, you know, we see him, we see our grandchild, you know, every day, pretty much Vi- video. And we, we sit, we, we see him, we say hi, you know, and see what he's doing. So, you know, and he's in Houston and we're in, you know, we're, we're in the DC area. So uh, that's a beautiful aspect that, you know, that we would never have had in years past. So there's, you know, it's a double-edged sword as always. Well, and I think one thing um, that really, uh, uh, one reason PR folks have really jumped on the social media bandwagon is uh, the platforms themselves have embedded metrics. And so finally, we have a way really easily, uh, without a lot of manipulation, to show our clients numbers. This this is how many people you reach. This is how many impressions. This is where they were located. Uh, being able to do that at a single keystroke is something incredibly, incredibly uh, uh, empowering, I think, for our field. Yeah, and um, the the thing with that is, as as we see, things are changing. They change. You know, it's not like um, decade to decade. Certainly not with with social media, since it's relatively new. Is that it's changing? You know, not even month to month or week to week. It's like what's new today. Not only new, what's new new in terms of techniques and possibilities, <clears throat> but also policies. You know, what's driving? What are you allowed to do? What can't you do? I know that there's a thing going on now in the uh, EU about what they're what, what you know. There's a I think it, I can't think of the, the title of it. Um, general whatever. It's about it's about what what you can and can not do in terms of communicating as a business person to a potential client, uh, you know, so there's a lot of things going on that we need to be up to date with constantly if we're to use, take uh, advantage of social media uh, effectively. And I think that's a bit interesting to watch because the EU has been focused on um, internet regulation for some years and uh, to me, seems a, a little bit tight, but there's got to be some happy medium between the U.S., which is, yeah, whatever, go for it. We trust you, Zuckerberg. Um, and what the uh, what the EU is doing, where you, where everybody uh, before they put a cookie on your site has to get um, actual permission from you before that happens. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know what the right answer is, <clears throat> but the, the challenge is, and what do you, you know, at what point does, at what size does your company have to be where you have someone who's dedicated, that is their full time job to to not necessarily to market, but to be the person who's saying, here's what we can do and what we can't do, here's how we can take advantage of it, here are the new techniques that, you know, I think there's, I'm I'm just thinking this now that you know, boy, you know, how much time do we spend? maybe going down an avenue about what we think we are able to do successfully and then to find out that, well, we, we don't know enough. We need something's changed. We have to do things differently, not just from a policy standpoint and legality standpoint, but just, again, from what's possible. What's the cool new way of doing business? Well, absolutely, and that's uh, uh, something we've certainly seen in our government sector, uh, really to be 
to be credible, to be content that's sought out uh, to gain followers, your social media to a degree has to be pretty organic. Yep. And, um, and I, again, be per- me personally, I still struggle with that in terms of, uh, you know, just maybe it's, I don't know what the, what the issue is about, you know, where you'd feel comfortable, you know, you talked about digital natives, where you feel comfortable saying, yeah, I'm going to, it's all just, it's, an, it's just an extension of who I am, putting things out there to the world. Um, and that is great for business. And you're very, you're very good at it, and you do it regularly. I'm not. Again, it's uh, I'm not quite as developed in that regard. In terms of there's like a, there's a my internal sensor is like stopping me sometimes from doing that organically. And I need I guess I need to change. Well, you know there, the. Um, we, we keep we keep we have a edged sword. Well, maybe it's a quadruple edged sword. It's not a sword anymore, but some sort of stiletto-y thing. Anyway, uh, I think also something uh, that can be hard is um, the desire to keep feeding the beast. You put something out on Facebook, it gets a good reaction. And so you keep going back and milking it. And uh, then you just get interested and excited and start looking at other stuff. And meanwhile, I might have a proposal that I've ignored for two hours because I'm playing on Facebook. So uh, I think it's also important for businesses to make and pu- public relations practitioners to make sure they take a disciplined approach. I remember a military study coming uh, came out and in uh, one branch of the military, uh, public affairs folks said they spend an hour, on average three hours a day on social media. And this was before there was even a social media policy that uh, really allowed uh, military organizations to have pages and uh, be posting. And, you know, I scratched my head as a former military PAO and thought, well, you know, if I could get instant response, uh, pull some metrics, I'd be playing on Facebook all day, too. Yeah, I wonder if they, if they, if they, if the people even know how much of their... You know how much how much does this work and how much is this just goofing off? You know, and and yeah, it's it and, and where does it is such a gray area anymore? The, the difference between That's working why, and goofing off. I don't know where I don't know where that fits. And that's uh, why. I'm really eager to talk to our guest this week. Uh, we're going to be joined uh, after the break by Crystal Ciarza. She's the CEO and owner of Ciarza Social Digital. It's an award-winning uh, digital marketing firm here in Albuquerque. Uh, uh, Crystal, I think, can definitely tell us uh, what's goofing off, what's playing around, what's for real. He's consulted for and assisted several organizations with digital marketing communication strategies for tech, tourism, hospitality, and B2B markets. Her social media content strategies have helped clients generate millions of impressions and win uh, national recognition. She's one of New Mexico's youngest business owners. She's Filipi- uh, she's a Filipina-American, so she's also um, a very young business owner with minority status and truly one of our rising stars. She's been honored as New Mexico's uh, in New Mexico's 40 Under 40, and a Flying 40 Falcon Award is one of the fastest-growing companies in the state. So, uh, uh, Crystal Ciaras is a, a partner of ours and also a good friend. So I'm looking forward to talking with her. Yeah. So, um, at, at what age, so uh, you know, she's um, she she can't possibly be a digital native. We'll find out because I mean, she's too she she's very young, but she's st- I mean, what what how old is what's the oldest digital native? I wonder right now. Would, would that, I, th- how old I think that her family. Be? I think. I think her family immigrated to a uh, digital world when she was in her teens or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 
Yeah, I, I'm, okay. I'm that, 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 that should have been a better joke. That should have been a better joke. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got it. Well, no, it's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to this discussion um, again, um, talking about um, uh, how we integrate uh, digital media in, in our marketing and uh, something we even know, you know, that uh, I, we can learn about every minute. So we're going to learn about it in a couple of minutes. Uh, you're listening to the Brand Ambassadors. Merritt Hamilton Allen, who is fighting a cold and doing a very good job of fighting it off. I think I think you're doing a great job there. And I'm Gary Potterfield. And uh, give us a call at 866-472-5790 or send us an email at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com. And we'll be back with Crystal in just a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Good morning and welcome back uh, to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton-Allen, joined by co-host Gary Potterfield. And we have in the studio this week, Crystal Ciarza, the uh, founder and CEO of Ciarza Social Digital. It's a 360-degree digital communications firm that pivots on innovation, curation, and creativity. Crystal, good morning and thanks so much for joining us. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. So let's get right to it. Um, for um, the, the businesses you support, what do you think the key elements of a social media uh, mark, uh, campaign are? 
Great. Thanks. And and before I start, thank you again for, for having me to this show. I really highly regard the both of you and it's an honor to be on the show. Um, so, and, and I really hope to, to provide a value for your listeners as well as other brand ambassadors that are in the market. Um, and, and like many brand ambassadors, you know, many of us always feel like an important part of social media or in marketing in general is having a strategy in place. And so if I say, you know, if, when people ask me this question of like, what are the most important things to, to walk away with social media? It's very similar to a regular marketing plan, but in this instance, uh, you'd be surprised about how critical it is because of the four areas that we always like to hit at Ciarza, which is number one, you know, the target audience. That's just a, a no-brainer. But usually talking about target audiences, um, they start to plan out which social network you want to be on. Um, the relevancy issue, which is why is it relevant? And, and that's a very important part to any social media strategy or tactic or execution because the relevancy or why, why should I listen is critically important due to the amount of social media messages that go out per day, which is of high volume. Number three is visuals, especially since we have a medium that not only embraces um, photos and video, but we have live video and we have, you know, instantaneous posts and we have raw video and raw posts versus professional photography. And so that really changed the game for many advertisers and marketers is because we have capabilities that were never um, used to the, the typical production timeframes. Um, and, and this is the part that's really interesting, especially as brand ambassadors or brand marketers, um, which is voice. You know, when you can tell whenever somebody is actually posting on behalf of a brand because it doesn't quite sound like them. And with social media in general, it's the, the key component is how can you take a person and make them sound like you or good social media practitioners actually sound like the people that they're representing. Um, and that's an important part whenever we're talking about digital marketing or social media in particular. Um, and that's always the number, you know, the, the four areas that we always talk to about our, our students and our students and of life and business people um, that are in this field is how can they make sure that they hit out four areas of, of digital marketing? Wow, there's so many things to go, so many places. While you were talking, Crystal, I was saying, oh, I got to jot down a question about that. I got to jot down a question about that and about that and about that. <laughs> I'll just grab one of them that I was thinking of. Um, you talk about, uh, it's interesting, and I've thought about this a lot in, in terms of, you know, I come from a broadcasting background and doing video production yeah. and such, and um, and, and and how we, we, we try to do highly professional work, and we still try to do that. But I've talked on this show before about the fact that, like, you know, my daughter who, who's in real Real estate, she'll just she'll just go on Facebook Live and start talking, you know, that moment live with the audience. So obviously uh -huh. that's 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 real. So uh, yeah, I, I, I do wonder about that. About where you know, you bring up the point that people are concerned about, uh, you know, does it come off as a true voice or true, you know, true. So uh, yeah, how how in depth do we need to be in terms of being fancy and and, and taking our time to make you know super high quality video or audio or whatever, or, uh, or just yeah. being organic. Yeah, no, that's a great question. And, you know, it's always one of those answers that we hate to say in the marketing field, especially since we're so results-driven. But it genuinely depends, right? It depends on who the brand is. So I always like to take two different scenarios of people that we've re represented or represented in the past. So, for example, if it's, if it's Wendy's. Wendy's is such a consumer-based product that they have such a very, like, a distinct, unique, sarcastic, 
um, hilarious voice that if they were get to get away with a balance of organic and professional, you know, it, it's a it's a great mix. However, um, they still have to abide by some type of professional standards because of the brand image that they presented. And that's the key to say if whether or not should I go organic and just go raw or should I go a little bit more professional development because I have to execute a certain message and visual and vision. Um, and it, 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 it always depends on like what the brand image from, you know, not even from a social media perspective, but what has the brand established on a, on a, on a 40,000 foot view. If it's, let's say for example, a personality that we're representing, because, because let's be honest, you know, that is very much brand marketing too. Um, it helps more to be organic in that sense and, and a, a very healthy balance of a little bit organic and more professional or more organic and less professional. And it always depends on the personality. One of the, the, the brands that does social media so well barely does any professional production on their social media, and that's the UFC. You know, with a billion-dollar in industry that they're in, the brand is very raw to begin with. You know, it's fighting. It's seeing the sweat on the fighters. It's seeing the blood on in the octagon. It's as if you're there at the fight. And what we've noticed is the more the more that you're trying to capture the fear of missing out, the more organic you want to go. The more that you have to, if your goal is to make sure that you hit your key performance indicators and objectives in your company, the more professional you go. And so that kind of helps understand the, the the phrase it depends in a, in a situation like this mm-hmm. yeah. and I think you're talking I just want to clarify uh, for listeners by organic we're talking about uh, you post something instantaneously that is happening that's in the moment um, your point of fear of missing out uh, it's exciting and then you react and you communicate with the response you get. It's not yeah. vetted. It's not approved by higher headquarters. It is a social media manager just going for it, communicating with millions of people. Yeah, totally. Um, no, that's uh, perfect. Uh, you, you know, it's, it's what we mean by that is organic meaning, what we mean by in terms of content production is losing the, the high expensive DSLRs and HD cameras and 4K cameras and using your cell phone. That's what we mean by raw and organic in terms of content production front. However, we also, you know, in terms of definitions and, and semantics of organic, what we're talking about is how can the word, the message, the video, the visuals of the client actually spread um, through it through through its own channels on the social network or the engagement tools on the social network. And you're right, right? You know, we're talking about how can we respond to our customers right away so that way they feel like the brand is no longer a brand. The brand is a person. That's their partner. You know, that you know, organic to us is how can we utilize our sharing tools and our like tools and our engagement tools, as well as, you know, using, using the, um, the, 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 the functions that the social network has built in to really spread the word about, you know, a certain message or visual that we have. Yeah. Well, a quick follow-up on that. Um, how do you think um, the uh, recent changes to Facebook business pages and uh, company profiles, um, you know, suddenly um, it's a lot harder to reach your organic market. How, uh, how do you think that's impacting uh, uh, business social media campaigns? 
Yeah, no, great question. So I always like to preface this answer by saying, like, look, when um, I got into digital marketing, you know, professionally, was 2008 when Twitter was born, right? We never thought that advertising was a big thing, or we never thought that um, Facebook would replace, um, you know, cable television. And so we have constantly, we as digital marketers have constantly not only struggled, but championed learning new tactics and learning new create creative methods um, to overcome challenges like this. Um, we've constantly seen this in our industry that we're just used to it now. And the reason why I preface by saying, what do you need to do to, to roll with it is, or to, to adjust yourself to the changes of Facebook is simply research and remember what has currently worked so far in your, in your respective brand or whatever your, your social media strategy and tactic, tactical implementation has been. Remembering what that was and remembering the best practices internally and remembering what best practices you've had from your competitors and also from brands that are very similar or, or different from you. And, and I say that because, you know, it, it's not a stranger to anybody that social media advertising is an important piece to the digital marketing or to digital marketing. However, people have said, now, you know, why do we have to pay to play? Well, it's been like that, right? It, it's like what Zuckerberg said in front of the Senate. Well, Senator, we run ads. And so now it's very much a pay-to-stay model. And I don't use the, the phrase pay-to-play because there very much still is a, a, a big tool of engagement or a big, a big resource on social media where you can very much still use your Facebook Live, your photos, your professionally produced or homegrown produced videos to really capture engagement. And that's what they're truly challenging for, for Facebook pages or for Facebook, for brands on Facebook as a whole. Um, and even on Twitter, you know, the, those elements have never changed and they still won't. It's just now people have to try just a little bit harder whenever they're producing their organic content. But on the flip side, if you're not utilizing Facebook groups, if you're not utilizing digital ads, both on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, et cetera, if you're not using the, the, pay to, the, the paid verticals that they provide for everybody, it's harder for you to stay um, and it's harder for you to participate. And there's very much a, a, a key tool to make it very effective, which is targeting. Targeting is, is the key to making social media advertising very, very effective um, for any brand that's, that's utilizing social media as a part of their marketing plan. Um, I have uh, last week we uh, we were talking about communications planning and 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 the, and mm-hmm. you know that it, and people were talking we were talking about the fact that you know at, at one point why do we even do it and that's something I want to address uh, about in terms of this this advertising you've you've, you've addressed it to a certain extent but uh, we're we're going to go to break and um, and uh, that would be something I'd like to uh, address when we come back uh, we are talking to uh, Crystal Ciarza from. Uh, from uh, Ciarza Social Digital, and we are talking about social uh, marketing and social media marketing and advertising and such, and it's uh, and uh, we're going to talk a lot more about that in a couple of minutes. You're listening to the Brand Ambassadors. Give us a call, 866-472-5790, or send us an email, brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I am Gary Potterfield, along with host Merritt Hamilton Allen and our guest this week, uh, Crystal Ciarza of Ciarza Social Digital. And um, so, Crystal, every business, I'm sure they get together, go, oh, we, you know, they, we've got to do social media, we've got to do social media marketing, and uh, they know it's a thing that they ought to do. Um, but beyond that, do they know why they're doing it? So what should a company be thinking about, about um, should they be engaging, which I imagine the answer is yes, and, um, and why? Yeah, it, you know, it, great question. So there's, depending on what the type of business is, there's many ways that you can use it, not only from a marketing perspective, but also for operations. And, and I always like to go into a brand or a business that has never done digital marketing before, and I ask them, just like a really good brand marketer, you know, we ask them, what does the whole landscape look like? What do your operations look like? What does your marketing look like? Like, what does your, you know, you, you want to talk to the president all the way down to the person that washes the floors. 
And you really want to see how social media can be integrated because the most effective digital marketing um, when a brand is actually incorporating themselves into it is whenever they can incorporate a social media culture with their work culture. And it seems very small and it seems very odd, but the best brand ambassadors are the people that believe in the brand and the people that work for the brand and also believe for the brand as well or believe in the brand that they're working for. So, you know, for social, you know, not only is it talking about creating a social media culture by, you know, asking the employees or, or, or giving, presenting a story that they can easily share with each other, um, but at the same time also talking about how can you um, incorporate it into your customer service where, you know, 24-hour, if you say that you are a 24-hour company that has 24-7 support, we hope that your social media is properly staffed with that 24-7 support, too. I like to use the example of Southwest, which right now is a very, it's a touchy subject, especially people in Albuquerque right now. Um, but what what is really compelling about Southwest Airlines is that they integrated so many different pieces of social media into their culture, you know, number one, you know, the crisis response that they had over the past week, as devastating as that entire project or it, that entire accident was, they it could have been worse, and they mitigated it very quickly through digital. You know, the video of their CEO on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram um, was quick. And if a company has never done social media before, model themselves after social or after Southwest Airlines, especially with a crisis like that. But one of the things that's really interesting was I sat in on a couple presentations with Southwest and social media people, and they pretty much said, like, look, you know, social media is such a part of our operations that our social media team is actually in the flight control room and can see every single flight in terms of delays, accidents, issues, et cetera, and they are in the control room ready at a, at a moment's notice. Um, and I think one of the things, too, that I learned um, through a cousin of mine that works at the call centers, you know, they're really encouraged to talk about how much they, they love Southwest or how what great of a company it is through their own personal social networks that, you know, it's never, it, it's, it's never um, something uncommon that if you work for Southwest, um, you're probably mentioning how much you love the company on their social networks as well. And they really encourage talking about their experiences with working um, at that airline. So it's great. It's great to see that, um, that, that type of networks. But back to your original question, like, what does it take? Like, it just takes a proper plan, right? It takes a good social media culture. It takes really apt, you know, capable people to produce that type of, that type of content. So, you know, we've been talking a lot, I think, um, in my Gen X brain, I feel like everything we're talking to, uh, talking about pushes to Facebook, because uh, that seems to be where, you know, my crowd really likes to hang out. But where do businesses need to be on social media? What platforms should they be on? Yeah, great question. And it always depends on the brand itself. I'm going to use an example of where the brands really differ on the social networks that they choose. Um, we represent um, a dental company here in, ca- in town. Very well known, been around for 30 years, et cetera. But you know, she wanted to really beef up her digital marketing. And so we put her on Facebook, right? That's her main social channel. Uh, we think that most of her patients will really increase that. But one of the things that's really great about her brand is that they give a free headshot to anybody that has just gotten their braces off. Um, and so Instagram is their second social network of choice because it's so oh, yeah. fun. 
you know, just to really see those photos of, of beautiful kids that have gotten their braces off. And they're so confident now because, you know, they're maturing into their own. And then Pinterest is really helpful, too. But, of course, with the copyright issues, we try to avoid Pinterest. Or we're very careful with the way that we execute on Pinterest. But those are the three social channels for a brand like that. On the flip side, uh, we have a, a, a festival um, that's becoming Albuquerque's own version of South by Southwest. You know, the first year, 25,000 people show up. And they had zero visuals. When we, you know, and I have to give my team a lot of credit. Like, they had no visuals and expected 15,000 people to walk into the room. <laughs> so it was a little bit of a challenge, you know, to really to really capture the fear of missing out when they don't know what they're going to be missing out on. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, in, in context of, of what social networks we chose, we had a very aggressive Snapchat strategy. Um, not only Snapchat, but Instagram, Instagram stories. And, and, yes, we use a lot of Facebook and Facebook advertising. But, boy, did, the Snap, did Snapchat, Instagram... And Facebook really helped us out where um, it was very much a younger audience. They had five stages of music, one being um, a headliner. And the headliner was a, a gentleman by the name of Dylan Francis. That's really popular on Vice, on Snapchat, on Instagram, um, and all of the, the EDM, EDM channels and EDCs and, and uh, uh, you know, carnivals and festivals that are related to, to electronic dance music. To people that are 50 probably don't know who he is. And so utilizing Facebook is good, but Snapchat is even better to really get the word out and something like that. I'm going to Google him so I can pretend like I know him. Like <laughs> He's actually one of my favorite artists. Well, and I heard you guys yeah, when you, when you, like when digital... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's actually, it was funny because I heard you guys talking about digital natives. Um, and it's funny. So my parents, you know, and I appreciate, you know, Merit's like a, a Filipina sister I never had, um, and even though she's not Filipina. And so my family immigrated um, from the Philippines in the 80s. And we, my dad was very adamant about getting a computer um, because he loved typewriters. And then all of a sudden that computer came out and he goes, oh my gosh, this is like the best thing. So my first computer I picked up at the age of 10, which is hysterical because I am a 10-year-old now and we gave him his first computer or family computer, but he's been on electronics since he was a kid. And so I don't know if I'm a digital native, but to imagine that my son has never lived a life without an electronic is a little nuts, but that's how they've grown up. Yeah. In the first segment before you came on, Crystal, I was talking to Merritt about the fact that, you know, at what point does a business need to, um, have somebody who's dedicated to being smart on what's going on with the tools available or, or, or is it okay not to do that? I mean, you know, what should a company do? Because I, I think some companies may be truly afraid, like, I don't know where to begin, what to do, where to go. Yeah. So uh, on our blog, and I'd be happy to share this with your listeners as well. Uh, the question is agency or internal, you know, what, at what point do we bring an agency on or bring like a, a social media consultant in or what, at what point do we bring somebody that's, you know, in, in house to actually do that? And it's, it's really about volume, right? It's how, how much do you want volume and how much are you willing to take a risk? Because I, I heard that, you know, uh, Merritt talking about how social media has a great, resource that PR practitioners love, which is metrics. 
right? We can finally see the impressions. We can finally see the reach, et cetera. However, though we can see reach and though we can see impressions, sometimes social media is not tied to a a dollar volume, and that can be very risky for a business. When it's tied to a dollar volume, we really don't recommend to keep it um, or to, to get an agency necessarily because the cost is so high and it's so hard to utilize those dollars. You know, finding somebody that's a jack of all trades or, or what we say in our agency, a unicorn, is probably a better fit for a business that not only can they manage the social media, not only can they answer questions for customers that are there, but they can also tie in social media to their advertising buy, their PR, their, their PR efforts. Um, they can be the community leader that's out there, like really using the, the community engagement piece. And that will make it very much more effective for their dollar or for the amount that they pay for, um, minus a social media contractor or a social media vendor. However, if, you know, with a social media vendor, sometimes the social media vendor can be cheaper than the person that they hire for the project. And so utilizing, you know, a, a marketing person internally and having a social media freelancer or a social media vendor really focusing on the content development and the content marketing, that's never a bad idea either. But again, it always depends on the budget of the business and also depends on the marketing objectives of the business to, to see, should I bring this internally or should I bring this as a contractor? And I give an example. If if um, your social media needs are light, so maybe uh, you need someone to build out um, uh, a schedule, uh, you know, a campaign, um, and then spend an hour a day. Maybe you're looking at uh, uh, ten to twenty hours to build the campaign, and then uh, twenty hours a month. You have an employee that's got that bandwidth, or should you just go find a freelancer or an agency to do that? Uh, to do that for you, then you don't have the overhead. Yeah. You don't have a person. Um, and I think when you do, I think when you do it internally, you're also asking that employee, um, "Hey, what what work can you not do? What can you stop doing to take this on?" Mm-hmm. And so yeah. um, I, I think if it's a part time requirement, you know, it can be, uh, it can definitely be um, a better way to go and a cheaper way to go. For sure. You, you're totally right. Like a part-time person or a contractor, like a contractor that's not of an agency, but contracted to the business is never a bad idea. However, it's, you have to be always careful with the social media person you bring on because, yeah, they might understand the brand or they might be passionate a brand and they understand visuals, but if they have poor grammar, if they don't understand how yeah. to use a link. Uh, let, let's, let's talk about let's let we got to go to break crystal so let's talk uh let's talk about that come back for the uh fourth segment you're listening to the brand ambassadors and we'll be right back become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america When business people think PR, they usually think spin, good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. 
at Vox Optima. Our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Trends in global business are changing all the time. It used to only be worrying about your competitor across the street, but now that competitor may be across the world. On Global Business with Mahesh Joshi, we discuss the trends in global business, plus issues and solutions that business leaders face today. Each show is guaranteed to teach you something that you didn't know before about global business. Listen live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program welcome back to the brand ambassadors i'm gary potterfield along with host Merritt hamilton allen and our guest uh, Crystal Ciarza of so- Ciarza Social Digital and um, things that people don't hear in the breaks. They, it's a good thing they don't hear them, but um, I, I did not know. We should be talking about the fact that yesterday was was kickball day, but we're, we'll skip that and move on to talking about about something that, else. That's that, an entirely different show. That's right. <laughs> we sh- well, I see we're a day off. Now, well, next year we'll plan for that one. At any rate, um, Crystal, um, so we've, we've, we've kind of talked around things related to how you use social media and, and talk about marketing and using advertising. But let's get into the meat of it. Um, uh, people who want to use social media and advertise, get us started. What should they do? Yeah. Um, if you're not doing an advertising buy in a traditional publication, 
you know, social media um, marketing might be a little bit overwhelming, especially with the, or social media advertising buying might be a little bit more complicated or overwhelming. And the best advice we always ask our customers is remember to develop a customer profile or um, a, a picture or a stigma of what your customer you're trying to target. Because uh, this is when customer buying personas come in really handy. Um, so start with that, right? If you have a 18 to 24 uh, between, you know, that likes, um, uh, you know, certain types of, of food and drinks and has certain hobbies and interests, um, you can use that whenever you're placing social media advertising. And it, it applies to any channel that you're working on because the great thing about YouTube advertising and, and Instagram advertising and especially Pinterest advertising, since that's a big thing when it comes to shopping, is that they utilize business and or, or excuse me, behaviors and interests whenever you're um, placing the advertising. So here, here's a perfect example of advertising that I, I love to tell just because it's really funny to tell, at least it makes me chuckle, which is um, one of our old clients was the National Fire Foods and Barbecue Show. And whenever we worked on the, the National Fire Foods and Barbecue Show, they asked us to do a, a heavy social media buy. And we were like, no problem. So we asked them, like, what is a buying persona? And he said, you know, one of the things we noticed is that they love to party. We're like, huh, okay. And so we looked around the show and we saw, like, the types of vendors that they had in the past. But we noticed at the bar that they didn't have, you know, a, an a affinity for um, craft beers. And they said, well, people don't, don't drink craft beers around here. I'm like, why is that? And they said they spend more money on the actual vendors than they do on their beer, but they always like to drink beer. So they only drink, you know, Dos Equis and Bud Light. I'm like, A, those are terrible beers. And B, that's really interesting for us for our ad buying. So what we did was we placed the ads. And we said, okay, so 21 to 55, usually single or usually married, not single. Um, but we actually, excuse me, we didn't actually do 21 to 55. We did 35 to 65, a much older audience because the younger people weren't really fascinated with the show. And of course we put... That, that would be people our like, age, Gary, just FYI, yeah. <laughs> the older people. The older people. Uh, no, and I say that very respectfully because I'm, I'm, I mean... Because <laughs> you're going to be old one day. <laughs> and so anyway, so when we're placing this by, you know, we put like the, the spicy food and, you know, the people that love Food Network, which is very common, and barbecue. But we also put people that love music like the Eagles. And we like people, music of like, you know, the um, uh, Michael McDonald, right? But we also put Bud Light, Dosa Keys, like the cheap beers or like the beers that are not craft beers. I'd like to thank our advertisers, group. Bud Light and uh, Dos Equis, real, real quick. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, oh, gosh, there goes the copyright issue. But anyway, so in terms of advertising, that's a perfect example of really understanding the audience and what are the audiences that they like and the look that they, they like. Because using those profiles really help you be creative with the type of reach that you're trying to have. And so always understand your customer buying profile and then place the advertising off of that. I'm going to do. I just want to do a quick promo because we've got four minutes left in the show. I just want to make sure everyone knows how to reach uh, Ciarza Social Digital. Uh, we're talking with Crystal Ciarza. She's the CEO, owner, founder. Um, their website is www.ciarza.com. That's S-I-A-R-Z-A.com. And if you uh, 
uh, go to Twitter or Facebook and just and there is a search t- term Ciarza S I A R Z A S D. You uh, you'll get to Christelle and her team. And one thing I, I love that you do. Uh, uh, too, is your company is rather organic. You're an instructor at UNM in the communications department, and you are, uh, while you're teaching, constantly looking for talent. I think, I think that's phenomenal. And, and talk about how that impacts your workforce. Oh, for sure. And, and, you know, I'm a big believer in making sure that you support the community because the community builds you. And that, that also is relevant to the community of, of people in the communications and marketing field. And I created the company because I was so frustrated that, um, you know, traditional PR companies and traditional advertising companies, they had social media components in their businesses, but they didn't have the right people in place. Or there was such a, a limited pool that uh, of, of people that could hire us here in, in New Mexico that I was like, you know what, we just need to create another agency so that way somebody comes up there. And I just, I, I, I love the agency model and I love, you know, team building and et cetera. And so, you know, I, I, I did my best to make sure that if, if we were to, to really cultivate digital marketing talent here, how can we cultivate it and, and how can we bring, bring it up where there's, there's more jobs for us in the future? And I'm really excited to say that, you know, one of our contractors, several of our interns we've hired, et cetera, and, you know, it's, it's such a great feeling to have really passionate people that can take over our company over time. And not only passionate people, but talented people that understand digital marketing. And it's it's funny, you know. There's a picture on our in our office of a unicorn, and we even have a unicorn puppet. And people are like, "What's what is this unicorn thing going on?" And I said, "Well, when you're in digital marketing, right? When it comes to talent, you have to have a unicorn." I'm like, well, okay. So what exactly is a unicorn? And it's very common in developer speak to have a unicorn, but in digital marketing right. speak, right. You, need, you know, you need, you need somebody that's well versed in it. They don't have to be young. But they can be young that they understand, you know, content development. They understand journalism. They understand video broadcasting. They understand graphic design. They understand copywriting. Um, and then they also understand a bit, the very basics of web development, just in case they might have to throw some code in there. Um, but to us, when it comes to talent development, we're always looking for digital marketing unicorns. Well, and that's that is a, a golden employee, and I love that uh, that you just uh, put that out there. And I hope uh, uh, you know we're at a time when we're getting ready for uh, uh, finals in universities across the country. I hope you second semester seniors are listening to this, and you check out www.crza.com. We are out of time. I can't believe that this show went so fast. And I was saying on the break, I have a long political day today. Uh, and I just feel like I've gotten my charge of crystal. And uh, I, can, uh, I can go forth and slay all of my uh, campaign dragons. So yes. thank you to Crystal of uh, uh, Crystal Ciarza of Ciarza Social Digital. My co-host is always Gary Potterfield. For the brand ambassadors, I'm Merritt Hamilton. We'll talk to you. Merritt Hamilton Allen. Forgot my last, last name. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Brand Ambassadors. Please join Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield for another edition next Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.